You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. As you can see from the title today, we are doing another excerpt from a live coaching session, specifically in my mastermind that I do every single week with just a handful of guys. And there was just a little section again with one of my students, Wendell, who maybe you've heard him before. He was on a previous coaching session and he has been so nice to allow me to post this. I asked him and I said, Hey, man, you know, we just have some good coaching here. Do you care if I post this? And he said, No, anything I can do to help guys. So a little thank you to Wendell here. And today, what we're talking about is this idea of being non-reactive. I don't know if you've been listening to every single episode, but if you have, then you know I just came up with a new phrase, which is reaction-proof, meaning you are completely numb and proofed and shielded from the reaction that you get from a woman that you're talking to. So what do I mean? Well, let's say you go out and you want to do an approach, but you're scared. Why are you scared? Because you're looking for a positive reaction and you're scared of a negative reaction. And then you go off and you do some approaches and you do some approaches and, and, you, and you say to yourself, wow, those went really well because the woman wasn't mean. Or maybe you do some approaches and they didn't go so well in your eyes because the woman gave you a bad rejection or she wasn't so nice or she looked at you like you were crazy. And then you are upset, depressed, sad, anxious again because you have had a bad reaction. So what I want to do, what my goal here is to try to create a person who is reaction proof. And we talk about that in this episode, how to stay more non-reactive, non-reactive and judgmental of what happens, taking away the emotional aspect and inserting a more stoic aspect. Stoic meaning looking at more logically, less emotionally. By the way, if you ever decide you want to get into stoicism, uh, I do recommend it because it helps you just have a really great view on life in terms of being able to, to solve problems faster and not look at things in, in a way of judgment or complaint. The actual definition of stoicism is the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. So meaning you go through things they, may, they might be hard, but what do you do? You keep on trucking. You keep on going through it and you look at it in a way where you can say, okay, well, that sucked, but it's fine. I'll live. What can I do better next time? So this is the idea of being reaction-proof, non-reactive, very stoic way of looking at this from the stoicism philosophy. Okay. So anyway, this episode is me talking to Wendell, talking to another a member of the coaching program and talking about how to stay non-reactive and how to look at this in a different light. And it was cool that I talked about this recently on a podcast episode, but now you get to see me coach it. And I just want to say this real quick. I do apologize. There are a few times, in even in the very beginning, where uh, the mic is, that I'm using is not this mic. I had to use another mic for this, which was my iPhone uh, mic headphones. And it was uh, it was hitting my shirt a little bit. So it's it's kind of like you, you hear the rustling around. My apologies. It does get better. It's not too bad. Uh, I, I just I hate putting out bad audio, so I always make sure to call it out so you prepare for it. But 
you'll get through it. It's uh, only for a little bit. And I also want to say it ends pretty abruptly. That is on purpose. The rest of the coaching just did not really connect to this idea in this episode. So uh, you'll hear it end abruptly when I ask him about what his homework is going to be this week. Because that's what I do in the coaching program is give you homework. And you can also join this mastermind or you can do a one-on-one coaching program with me where I give you homework every single week so you can get better at meeting women. Okay, So whether you are religious, not religious, whether you're looking for one-night stands, casual relationships, or a serious girlfriend or a wife and kids one day, really the process is all the same. It's all about making you your most attractive self and understanding female psychology so that you're no longer a friend in the friend zone, but in the romantic lover zone. And so we help with that in the coaching program. And I'd be very happy to help you. If you want coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com. Let me help you today. Let's get you back on your feet and out there meeting women. And yes, right now is a great time. People are still meeting each other. They're going on dates. It is happening. Go to coachedbytrip.com if you want to apply today and let me help you. It's okay to get help. It's okay to ask for help. A lot of guys feel ashamed. You know, I'll get on the phone with guys who are interested in coaching and they go, I, I never thought I'd have to do this. And I say, listen, man, me neither. Okay. But most guys don't ask. And that is actually the weak thing. If you don't ask for help in an area, that's weakness. Weakness isn't asking for help. It's not asking for help because you will stay in that position. It is so hard to do things on your own, no matter what you're doing. There's a reason why you went through schooling because you need other people to help you. You get taught things. It's okay not to know this. This is not necessarily intuitive, even though we see other people who you think are getting it right, but you don't know what's going on behind the closed doors. Okay. So don't feel ashamed for asking for help. Don't feel ashamed for listening to this podcast or getting any help in this area. This is normal. And like I said, it's a very strong thing for you to do. So let's get on with it. Let's listen to the episode. It's it's short and sweet, but I think you're really going to like it. Here's my live coaching session. the reason why I tell you guys volume with everything you do. So yeah, that's that's going to happen with a lot with a lot of the approaches. You're going to freeze up, she's going to freeze up, you know, and it's it's just not going to go smooth. And that's normal. That's completely normal. But this is the reason why um just plain and simple, if you want to get good at this, you have to do more approaches per week because also it's going to kill your confidence. If we're talking about confidence, right? You did this one, so you did this one approach at Costco, and mm-hmm. one, her response was like, "What? What was her response like?" Not. Uh, she kind of just like kind of looked at me. She kind of gave me like a half smile, then yeah. kind of looked at the. She looked at the ground like right after. She's like, "Hi," and I didn't even get her name. Did you say, "Are you from?" Uh, yeah, I, well, I didn't, I didn't go with, are you from, I was just, that, that I just realized like why the conversation was weird, but wow. I was like, Oh, because like, what, what else are you going to do at a grocery store? Why would I talk about the grocery store? Like, obviously they, she's there to, there to shop. It was kind of a, that's why you got to use the lines I'm giving you. Yeah. You know? So uh, yeah, so so to my point here is, if you want to build confidence, 
you gotta, it's like shooting, it's like playing basketball, right? Let's say, you know, of course you play basketball and you're shooting and you're shooting and you're shooting. When you make one, you're like, oh, I made one. And you feel more confident. Like you feel like, yeah. But the only reason why you made one is because you took 10 shots. So in order to get confident, which means you're going to get competent in anything, you have to do a lot of it. So if you want confidence in this arena, it's going to take doing more approaches. Because you had this one, it didn't go so well. But it was great because you learned... Again, another reason why you want to do a lot. Because every time you do an approach, you learn something. You're like, oh, damn it, I forgot the line. Okay, no big deal. You'll do another approach. Um, and then we'll, we'll go into your next approach in a second. But the reason why I want you guys always to do more and more and more is because eventually you, you are going to have a good conversation. You know, You do 10 in a weekend... You know, it could happen where all 10 just completely bomb, but you're giving yourself more chances to have a good interaction and maybe even get a number. And then that triggers something in your brain that goes, wait a minute, I think this is possible. I think I can actually do this. And it will encourage you more and more. But because, you know, you're doing one here, two here, zero here, um, it's not, it's not very motivating. And I wouldn't feel motivated either. Like, I don't blame you. For being like, ah, oh, gotta do these approaches again. Then you do one and it's like awkward and weird. And then whatever happens with your next one, you know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think a lot of the, the nerve for me is coming from, uh, like not a lot, like a lot of girls, they, I feel like they're not wanting to just be approached out of nowhere. Um, Says who? I feel like, I, well, it it's kind of like how how I'm perceiving it, right? Ex- exactly. And again, proving the point is, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Like, if I were you, I'd also think the same thing. So you're, I get where you're coming from. I completely empathize. If I was doing these approaches and every approach is like this girl doesn't want to talk to me, I feel the same way. So again more approaches to get you to have a reference experience. See, I'm not saying positive experience. I'm trying to stay away from adding emotion to it and judging it. But mm-hmm. but a reference experience, an experience that you can reference and think about where, okay, we had a longer conversation. Oh, she wasn't so shy. Wow. I, I could have gotten her number or almost got her number. Like I remember that happened once to you a couple of weeks ago where you're like, yeah, it went well. You just forgot to get her number. So we need yeah. more of those experiences so you get better at it. And so yeah. you can reference like, okay. you know, Because the thing is, is they're, they're not going to go smoothly. You're new at this. They're going to go really poorly for a while. But that's why we look at it with a, with a non-judgmental point of view so we can just get you better at it. You know, it's like imagine you were doing 10 that day. You did your first one and you're like, God, that didn't go well. Oh, you know, I shouldn't have asked the grocery store question. I should have asked her, where are you from? Okay, got to remember, I'm going to do that for the next one. Right. And so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So, so what happened with the second approach? Um, the second approach was just, uh, just to grow the cashew grow. 
okay. give her a compliment, and doesn't I tried talking. That's a nice warm up, though. I mean, I'm not saying don't do that. Like any opportunity to talk to anyone is great, but yeah. you know, that's that's not going to be it. So, yeah, I just I just didn't really get out of my shell this well last week. Yeah, um, I'll try more this week, but just the you, heads you up, will, California. I'm telling you, man, you will get better at this. You will, you really will. You'll get better at this. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's just, it's going to take a little bit, but it doesn't have to. Like, you know, if you wanted to really get good at this in like a month, like one month, if one, if a person were to want to get good at this over the over the course of a month, and they did like, and they just push themselves, and did like 10 to 15 approaches a week, which is a lot. But that's 10 to 15, that's 15, that's 30, 60 approaches in a month. That's more than you've done in three months. I'm not putting you down. That's not, that's not my point. But my point is, is it can go faster and you can get to that point. I just don't want you guys to develop bad habits by like creating bad conversation or conversation points to where it doesn't transition well. Yup. Yup. So there's that. There's that. Um, also, I don't want you to, um, to, to, to look, to, to look for the reaction. You're letting the reaction of the girl to guide you. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, she didn't react well. Oh, she, uh, it was awkward. She was shy. You're not in control. So my goal is to also get you back into the control booth here. Like you're the one running the show. I'm going to do 10 approaches this, this, this hour or this weekend, whatever. No matter what happens externally, Meaning, no matter how she reacts or what she says, or if a guy comes over or whatever, I'm not going to let any of that dictate what I need to do. So that's the mindset that I want for you. And and again, you you know the path, you got it. It's just up to you at this point. If you want to get better at it, you got to do more. And also, you do more again. Uh, to repeat myself here, but it's, a, it's the point of. Get do enough do enough approaches to get to the time when you're like, oh wow, okay, that went pretty well. And when I say went pretty well, again, I'm not talking about how she's reacting, talking about how you're doing. You were able to keep conversation Mm -hmm. flowing. You were able to, you know, whatever, flirt a little bit. You ended up asking for a number. Okay, so she said no, whatever. But it's all about you again. I want you to... The game is you versus you, always. It's never you versus the women. We can't control how they're going to react. We have no idea. We don't know if they have boyfriends. We don't know if they're in a bad mood. We don't know anything. So we do what we need to do and we see what happens. And that's how you're going to get good at this. Again, you're, uh, it's, it's you versus you in this. And we're not going to let any external factors guide and dictate what we're going to do. And in order to get confident, it comes from competence, 
which means you have to just get competent in this and do it as much as you can. So two approaches, three approaches, zero approaches a week, you'll get there at a very, very slow pace. But the more you do, the better you'll be. And you'll start to see some results too. You'll start to see the results you want. I'm telling you. It's just a, a little bit of a volume. And the volume, by the way, over time will go down. So right now, it's like a really tough ratio of like, okay, you'll approach 10 women and like maybe one will be a good conversation. But as you get better, you'll get more comfortable, more confident, more competent. And so the ratio is going to get better for you. So you know, do this for six months. And six months from now, if you're doing a lot of approaches, getting confident, comfortable, and competent at it, you will end up having more conversations that will go well than not. Also, you're going to care less, which is another reason why they're going to go well. So uh, the takeaway from this is with all that theory, well, what do we do with this? We make it so you guys do as many approaches as possible. That's why I push it so hard. That's why... Again, two is better than zero. So I'm glad that you did two or we'll say one and a half. But it's better that you did that than zero. So that's good because then at least you're keeping up with a weekly habit here. Uh, But I I just want you to do more because it's going to result in something so much better for you. Okay. Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's just getting a lot harder just because we're kind of in like a pseudo lockdown here in California, mm-hmm. and it might transition into a full on lockdown again. So, well, it's not there yet. Yeah, it's not, not there, there yet. yet. Not there yet. Yeah. So it's still okay to go up to a stranger and and say hello. Yeah. You know, unless you're scared of of COVID or whatever, then no, I'm. I wear masks everywhere. It's yeah, uh, you know. Then, it, then it's like if anyone you know is not feeling comfortable, then this isn't for you right now. Um, yeah. You know, then don't then don't go out there and what do I, it. One thing I'll say though that I find very difficult is uh, I really look for facial expressions, and the masks really mm-hmm. th- fucking throw me off. You don't know whether she's smiling. Oh, or- even better. Even better. Yeah, that's isn't that the point? Like to not care about their reaction. Like if you don't see it, then who gives a shit? Spot on, Wendell. Nailed it. This is even better. Okay, fair enough. It's better because it will get you better because because you don't need to see what the reaction. And more importantly, you have this little thing of like maybe she won't even recognize me when I don't have a mask. Like you don't even have to worry about like. um, like it's it's almost like you're able to do it in stealth mode. It's like fucking wearing a Batman mask. Sure. <laughs> sure. Although, or, or that although, one movie. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I want you guys to have superpowers. Speaking of, I want. I wish your superpower was that you, to the umph degree, didn't care what she or other people thought of you. That. It, you didn't care if you were wearing a mask or not. You were just like, just didn't care, you know. So yeah, I guess it's a nice little bonus to make you to give you. It's a training wheel. You That's know? hilarious. I used to be like that in high school. 
I don't even know what the fuck happened, but I used to not just, I used to just not give a shit about anything. I would just go up to anyone and be hot. Like it's, it's interesting. I work with a lot of guys who have said that. You know, people think like I only work with guys who are like the nerds in high school and nerds their whole life and thirty-year-old virgins. Not necessarily. I've worked with a lot of guys who come to me and they're like, I. And this might have been Andrew. I'm not even sure, but that they were like the 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 prom king type of guys in high school, and they you know were the most popular, and they were hooking up with girls left and right, and then they got into the real world, and something happened where their confidence just started to sink for multiple reasons. You know, it could have been a, it's always something different, but what's interesting is, yeah, it's it's high school is a, is a different game. It's you know, even if even if you were killing it then, it's not the real world. And then that should be motivation for anyone who who was a loser in high school or didn't have a lot of friends in high school or was not popular. It's like that's that's a different world. Nothing is like that ever again. You know, in the real <laughs> yeah. world, there is no like you're popular, you're not popular. You're just you're anybody. You know, you approach a girl in high school, uh, they kind of know you already. They already like, have all these. You know things that they know about you. You're kind of going in like where it could be good if you're popular, or bad if you're not. But in the real world, you know, Wendell, you going out and approaching a woman, she she has no idea who you are. All she sees is a cool, confident guy coming up and starting a conversation with her. That's literally all she knows. So, <laughs> so you give yourself homework this week, but you're gonna you're gonna tell us what it is. So what what's your homework this week? <laughs> 